Live inside Twin Peaks for Monday Night Football, it's Cofield and Company. Under center, motion man is Hollins, back to throw, pressure off the edge, steps up in the pocket, and he's driven back by Onyemata. He stepped up right into the defensive tackle. Carr and the Raiders facing a second and 18, down 24-0, nine and a half to go third quarter. Snap to Carr, Saints bring four, eyes the field. Escapes the pocket, now takes up towards the middle, and again he's collided. Ball is out of the 30. Back-to-back sacks for the Saints defense. It's time for Cofield and Company with Steve Cofield on ESPN Las Vegas. Here we go on a Monday, Halloween Monday, scary Monday after a really scary Sunday. Boy, oh boy, that was gross. Raiders lose 2-5 and five now. We'll get to that throughout the show. Willie Ramirez is here at Twin Peaks. Mateo alongside back in our Finley Toyota Studios is Ari. They got the leather and lace. Halloween costumes on here at Twin Peaks. So something to look forward to. Got the big beers under 4 bucks. Special, special, special specials. Uh, lots of $5 shots. So come on down. You can watch Monday Night Football tonight and World Series game number three. What's up, Willie? What's happening? Do they still do the uh, – remember that ball they used to do? Was it the pimps and hoes? You know, I don't know. I think they do. Somewhere in town, right? That was like a big deal. Well, gosh, I mean, the leather and lace is kind of enticing. Plus, I'm down here giving prizes. Oh, away. I forgot to mention that part. Yeah, the ladies are here serving the 29-degree uh, beer with the scenic views. But you can also see Willie. Yeah. I mean, and Mateo's here. And bringing everyone down you're at the gonna last part. You're going to hang out and – I will not be hanging out. You will. I, I talked to the SO. She doesn't, um, she doesn't want you I home. I actually cannot. I have, to, uh, I have to be home to hand out Halloween candy. Oh, uh, nothing really? says Halloween like Steve Cofield in the neighborhood with you, some yeah. sort of scary costume on. Really? Uh, we'll see. Oh, I've got to hear about this. My grandfather used to do that. Yeah, I don't, I don't really have anything planned. I just have a bunch of wigs, so I usually just put some kind of mishmash together. Yeah. He used to wear a witch's wig backwards. And then, and then he would play music, you know, like he just bought a Halloween cassette tape. Back then it was cassettes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, we'll we, got some, we got some lights. We got You do it up, huh? We're building. Eh, well, I don't know about do it up. We're building a little a little treasure chest of Halloween stuff. So we have a lot of Christmas stuff. I already pulled the Christmas stuff out. Mine's, uh, now mine, It's not up. No. But I, I pulled it out on Sunday, and there are bins everywhere. And I'm like, yeah. I'm putting this up as early as I possibly can. I am too. Because November usually... I lose track of it, mm-hmm. and, and, then, then and then I look up at, like, December 5th, and I'm like, none of my stuff is up, but I've got and all this too stuff. Late. And then it's too late. And then it's too late, yes. yeah. because you don't want – because then you put it up, and it's like, well, <laughs> what do I own enough for for yeah. a couple of weeks? I mean, and if I'm going to buy all this down. stuff, it's going to stay – you know, it's going to go up November 1st and come down March 1st. I have decided that um, for the next three right days, for yeah. the next three days, starting tomorrow, like, you um, – some people from AP, just uh, Hill. Right. Anybody. Where's this going? You're all going on Do Not Disturb. You will not be able to get in touch with me. Don't anyone bug me. Wait, what's happening? I'm taking the next three days to myself. I didn't take, know that. Take, yeah. Oh, okay. Like when you texted earlier, it was kind of cool that you texted me and said, hey, you're good for today. And I'm thinking, uh, well, I already sent the rundown. I'm glad, glad you're going to make glad, sure. I'm glad you're confirming. I want to make uh, sure. Yeah, so because we talked last week, you said Monday, Friday, Tuesday, th- Wednesday, Thursday. I am t- I am disappearing, and 
I, it's all about me. I'm gonna do some. There's a, a self care appointment in there, but I'm also gonna pull down the decorations and get everything kind of good. It's gonna be a combination of fall and Christmas, and then I'll blend in Christmas in a couple of weeks. But November twentieth, I'm doing a uh, a little bit of a sort not a friendsgiving, but it's it's gonna there's gonna be Christmas involved, so it's like a, a holiday dinner. Uh, Jordan's gonna come over. A couple of the kids that like he you know went to high school with that are now. They're grown adults, but get them in because they'll be with their families for Thanksgiving, and then the holidays come, and then then the sports picks up. So I'm doing a little bit. So I want the house nice. I, Kalua's got a Christmas hoodie. Wow, you really are doing it up. You're topping me. Cats get nothing. Mm. They get some gifts. Not, the cats are not wearing costumes. No? That's not going to happen. You can't, you can't get a costume on a cat unless it's a real fat ass and just kind of lazy. You can't. Cats are not going to tolerate that. Yeah. They'll scratch your eyeballs out. Especially mine, minor train killers. Okay, I just got a call when I got off the freeway here from speaking. Are we speaking. doing the show anymore? What's what? Ha- what's happening? You're just like filling us in on what the hell's going on. What I, I you got a call? I was a All right, dis- can you just hit the sounder so we just get to the show? It's the three on Cofield <laughs> and Company. We're at Twin Peaks. We're doing live radio. What, what, who'd you get a call from? All right, po- keep po- going. Political calls. Oh yeah, it's good. She asked me if I was. Please feed us more I of those commercials. I said no. Please feed us more of those commercials. We all love them. Great. It's excellent. I already voted. I already voted. Very happy about that. I have now decided to reply to every text message I get, and it says whatever they say. Why reply? Um, can I finish? I feel like you're asking for it. Can I finish? That's why you're getting more calls. Uh, I replied, and I just say, uh, they say, can we count on you? I said, no, you cannot, because I'm not voting for anybody that texts me, so you just lost my vote. Ah. Bang, zoom. That's good. All right, let's start the show. That's real good. Uh, trade deadline is tomorrow. I wouldn't have had this topic if the Raiders didn't look like crap yesterday and get shut out, but uh, Roquan Smith just got traded, so that's a pretty good player for a second and a fifth, Willie. He goes from the Bears to the Ravens. Last week, uh, Johnny Quinn went – check that, Robert Quinn. I was thinking of the goalie. Uh, Robert Quinn went from the Bears to the Eagles. We saw Chris McCaffrey go to the Niners. We'll get into his impact yesterday – who would want Josh Jacobs? And I don't mean that no one needs him. But do you think they're fielding calls today? No. At two and five, they're not? They should be fielding calls for Josh McDaniels. Well, you're very frustrated. That was very muted. Very muted. Well, I'm just saying. You I thought mean, that was on him yesterday? <laughs> Come on, dude. <laughs> I mean, uh,. By the way, did you start your break already? You, you, you're very chill today. What break? You're, you're, you said you're taking care of yourself the next three days. I'll start tomorrow. Okay. I'm just right after know. the show. Right after you give out all the prizes. Seven I, o'clock. I, I, I'm a little down. enamored by some of the Twin Peaks. You're very ladies, distracted. Uh, Do we have costumes, to take a break early here. The costumes. <laughs> the costumes. Who's your one friend who doesn't want pictures up on the web that we took a picture of? I haven't seen her. Oh, I thought she was here. I thought it was the young oh, lady. Oh, Jen. Yeah, the Jen, young lady the, right she, in front of us. She's got, the, she's got the East Coast accent. It reminds me of that that TikTok that's going around that they use the voiceover where they go, it's sweater weather, sweater weather. She's got the exact same voice. Okay. She's a cutie pie. I like her. She she brings the drinks, and she she makes sure before we're set, before when she sees walk right, in for awesome. the show. Yeah. So seriously, Are we do we talk do football? We, do, well, I don't know. It's like, do we need? You're distracted. You're talking about phone I calls. Just, no, you said Christmas is decorations. Anybody, is, is, does anybody want Josh Jacobs? I don't. I mean, I don't think that the Raiders are fielding calls. Do other teams want him? Sure. Like, if you're the Rams, aren't you calling on Josh Jacobs yeah. after yesterday and you saw what Chris McCaffrey did to you? Yes. 
If you're the Buccaneers, you could probably use a little more offensive help, right, Josh Jacobs? Hell, Atlanta now feels like they're in it. You know, Cordell Patterson's down right now, and the, you know the fill-ins have been pretty decent. But they're a running team. I wonder if they want Josh Jacobs. And again, I'm not I'm not advocating Jacobs going elsewhere. Uh, but I don't know where this team is going right now, two and five, and especially after yesterday's game, listless effort, offense going against one of the worst defenses in all the league in terms yeah. of scoring, and they get shut out. It was horrible. It's in, I mean, the word of the day obviously is embarrassing. And I just, I mean, what are you shopping for? You shopping for? Because here's a question: You're shopping for picks. You're, I was just going to say, so you're shopping for picks. But if that's the case, right? Okay, well, we better start shopping for picks so we could build. Then who's in on with all these offseason acquisitions? We went and spent all this money: Devonte Adams, Chandler Jones. Spent picks too. Spent picks. I mean, who? It's got to fall on somebody. This is a talented roster. What's going on? I don't know, so man. let's go. So let's Some of the plays yesterday, you talk about talented roster. There were a couple of plays yesterday, Willie, and I almost never call guys out, but there were a couple of plays yesterday where you're like, wow, that looks like there's some dog in that player. Right? I mean, Alvin Kamara on his touchdown catch, I mean, as he got to the end zone, his second touchdown catch, as he got to the end zone, you're like, okay, what's, what's going on with the effort? There's a lot of frustration. I'm not, I mean, I you're, right, you're right. The effort's not there, but, I mean, it gets to a certain point. You have to wonder if the dissension is starting to settle in with some of these players. You're, I mean, you mentioned the trade deadline, and we've heard different names thrown up in the last couple of uh, weeks. I, I, the second that you made the, back, the second that you made a trade, the second that he makes a trade, that they make a trade, that Ziegler makes a trade. By tomorrow, and if if they're picks, it sends a message. We've packed it in for the season. And that's a bad sign that you packed it in by week eight when this was supposed to be a team that was challenging for a playoff spot, if not the AFC West title. Now, I know that they weren't favored. The Chargers were favored to win it, then the Chiefs, and then it was, well, who's going to come in third? But this was supposed to be the best division in football. That's a problem. It's a problem if you're trading for picks at the deadline and you're this team with the talent that is on this team. Get over to Twin Peaks in Henderson for Monday Night Football. Awesome food and drink specials. Plus, Cofield and Company's Willie Ramirez will have plenty of great prizes you can win. It's Monday Night Football at Twin Peaks in Henderson. Andy Dalton, 16-23. It's Kamara with room to roam. Here he goes. He breaks the tackle coming in from Harmon and scores for the third time today. 36-yard catch and run, Alvin Kamara. Oh, what a Raiders lose. Oh, what a Raiders lose. Yeah, that's the kind of loss that was worthy of bringing back uh, Papa. Boy, oh boy. TV call there, CBS. What a disaster. 24-0, 2-4 going into the game. You're going against a number 31 scoring defense. You get shut out for, the what, the first time in like seven years. And just look listless throughout. And the most mystifying part about the whole thing, the Saints are playing a bit hamstrung, right, mm-hmm. with, Andy Dalton in there, who was fine yesterday, and by the way, has always been good. 
in his limited play against the Raiders. He's now 4-0. But they've got Chris Olave. They've got Swiss Army Knife, Taysom Hill. And then they've got Alvin Kamara. And you know what they do? They feed Kamara in every way freaking possible. That game was never, it never really felt like an outrageous blowout. And yet, Josh Jacobs got 12 freaking touches. And it's funny, last week, you had sent over a topic, and we never really got to get into it about game situations, kept Jacobs a bit under wraps the first couple of games. No, the Raiders and their play calling. Mm. In games where they don't use Josh Jacobs, it's on the Raiders. Mm -hmm. They haven't been ripped or blown out in any of these games. And even a 24-0 game, like that, that game was not a blowout even into the you know, early part of the third quarter. Right. Run the freaking ball. Were, Stop were, losing your patience so early. Were you like me just sort of looking, going, God, they're playing horrible, but they're going to come back. Like you're waiting for something. A couple of big plays. Grind away a little bit with Jacob. Soften up the defense. He gets 12 touches. And I get it. I get what you're saying. Hey, some like, Hill got 12 touches. I get what you're saying during the open in terms of like, the effort on defense in turn, there was one where they, there was just no effort at the end, and I go. They back, were they were the, they, the last Kamara touchdown that you heard. Yeah. They were just they were they were busted mentally on that. But I would imagine what the defense are like. Okay, we're not actually playing a horrific game here. No. What is happening? Like you want to just go over and strangle the guys on offense? Like come on, they're not good on defense. Help us out a little bit. The Saints gained, if I'm not mistaken, this was like their third fewest yards offensively this season. 367 yards. I mean, I remember when they lost to Tennessee in Tennessee, Derrick Henry broke loose, came through the line, ventured off toward the left, and Jonathan Abram came across from his region of the field and got him at the goal line. Now, there was no way with the momentum that the that the Titans were playing with that the Raiders were going to stop the Titans from getting in the end zone on that drive. But the effort that Abram made to get from one side of the field to the other just to stop him on that play, almost like make a statement, like, no, 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 I'm not letting you get in. You're going to have to run another play. And he d left his feet, got wrapped up on the, on the legs, and got him at the, I don't know, three or two or three-yard line. That effort... That mentality, it just disappeared yesterday. It just, it, it, it's it's as if it was emotionally and mentally draining on this team. And I'm sorry, I mean, call me crazy all you want. I really don't care, but it, it's always going to start at the top for me. Don't get crazy, Willie. It's just, I, I, I'm baffled. Keep going. Keep going. I, I'm, You're I'm, not I'm, crazy. I'm baffled. I mean, I'm looking at this, I'm looking at a team that, Went from scoring 19, 23, and 22 points in an 0-3 start to the season. Put up 32 against Denver. 29 in a game against the Chiefs. It probably should have won. Bad decision, coaching decision in that game. Comes off a of bye week, scores 38 points. They go on the road and get zilch. Zero points. 183 yards. 183 yards total, Steve? Derrick Henry ran for 219 yards. These guys scored zero points. Golden Knights got two goals. I venture to say that William Carlson skated more yards than the than the Raiders gained yesterday. I mean, it was it's an embarrassment 
to say the least, and to reiterate what Derek Carr said, um, especially against a team that gave up 42 points to Arizona, 30 points to Cincinnati, 32 points to Seattle the last three weeks. They haven't had a bye week. They still got a bye week coming up in week 14. This is a team that hasn't had time off. Raiders, they've had time off. They're coming in off a win. It's, it's, It's inexcusable. And, again, I will say it starts at the top. Uh, nine, I believe, nine drives, total of 25 minutes of time of possession. Punt, punt, downs, interception, punt, end of half, punt, punt, end of game. Two possessions in the second half, in the in the uh, one in the third quarter, one in the fourth, and the second one, end of the game. Three possessions total. Atrocious. You and I both want to just back off the mic and just sigh. I just, it's just, it's crap. It, it sucks. It's crap. It sucks that, it sucks that I got to come on on Mondays. Yep. Raiders Mondays. After Break it down. I mean, give me something to talk about other than I mean, it, it's just silver and black Monday. Let's do it. Black and blue. Yeah. How about just candy Monday? Can we just talk candy? We can talk candy. Do we have to steal the uh, ESPN National Morning Show bit, or can we come up with like a starting eleven? Well, they didn't do. What did they do? Basketball? I guess we need a small number. They cut, we they, don't want to have to reel off like twenty-eight kinds of candy. They did the starting five, sixth man. They didn't do the candy that doesn't make the team, like who gets cut. Oh, okay. So okay. I added that. I liked it. I liked it. I tuned in. I tuned in toward the end of the show. Um, who gets thrown out by Joey Crawford? What candy pisses off Joey Crawford? The official. Throw him out. What do you got? They're easy, aren't they? Do you have any unusual? Do you have a popular candy that everyone else likes that you hate? No. Are you sure? I don't know. You haven't even given your given your five yet. Give me your five. My give, me top. Your, give me your starting five, and then uh, the Joey Crawford special. Throw them off the court. Doctor Dre, throw them out. Who's the Doctor Dre of candies? Not that Doctor Dre. Draymond Green. Or you know what? If you keep pausing, Ari, let's play back-to-back plays by the Raiders, and this pretty much repped how the uh, the entire <laughs> game went. Uh, here's a jet sweep. Carr sending Adams on a jet sweep. Oh, thrilled by Davenport. We knocked him into next week, and they lose a yard back inside the 45 fourth down. Oh, man, that's frustrating. You know, let's, uh, you know what? Omaha. Oh, they don't do that on the sidelines, actually. They're not, they're not changing the play. Fake punt. Let's run a fake punt right after that. Come on. There is a fake, and it goes off to Matthias Farley. Red with a flag. He was brought down by Chris Harris. They lose three. Excellent. All right, there you go. You ready with your candy list, or we're going to keep doing it? I'm ready. Okay. Do it. Any 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 pauses? Any any pauses? We play low lights. Do you know why I pause? Because you continue to cut me off. You're a cutter offer. We're so trying to pick do, up the do pace. I, do I need to go five, four, three, two, one, or does it matter? Uh, yeah, you can go. Let's do a five each. Five each, and we'll go five, five, four, okay, four, you're three, three, five. two, two, one, one. You're number five. Kit Kat. Okay. My number five is Starburst. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, I said it. Don't, num- don't love it. Let's go four. Four. Nestle Crunch. Okay. Jelly Bellies. What is the, happening here? The flavored jelly beans. Really? Minus Christmas? What are you, minus, or Easter? What are we doing here? Minus 
this comes with a clause, so you you can bring this in, but you have to that this part of it doesn't make the cut. The black licorice flavor is not allowed. Okay. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go way off the way off the beaten path. I just I like it because it ruins my teeth. Mm. I have a, a, a weird feeling when I eat them. Mm-hmm. Dots. Oh yeah. Okay. okay. I, thought I, I thought I'd get annihilated for dots. No. Mm. Okay. Dots are good. Uh, peanut M and M's. Let's play some more. Nope, they're not playing more highlights. Peanut M and M's. Wow. Yeah. Okay. That's a strong choice. I should have put that on there. That's a that's a jawbreaker. Uh, my two is Reese's Pieces. Really? Oh yeah, love Reese's Pieces, especially on ice cream. I got yelled at by Xavier Pope because I put Reese's Pieces with mint chocolate chip ice cream. Number he got, two, he got, all, he got all freaked out. Number two, hundred thousand, the hundred grand bar. You know, I've seen it. I don't know what's in that. What is in it? You don't uh, know. Damn. It's kind of like a uh, you're you're like a watch No, no. I it's love watch Do they make those anymore? I, I was I was afraid with my candy knowledge to put whatchamacallits in, but I like them. I remember whatchamacallits. 100 grand bar is like a uh, Nestle Crunch, but just it's thick with the caramel mixed in, and the it's got a nice crunch to it. It's good. It's good. Nobody, nobody, you would never even imagine. You're never, you would never guess what my number one's going to be. Nobody would. Well, mine's, mine's obvious, and it's everyone's number one, and that's why it dominates the candy world. Candy corn? Uh, no. But I want to make sure I'm saying it correctly because I thought all along it was Reese's Peanut Butter Cups, and then all of a sudden they started sponsoring a bunch of stuff in sports, and people are ripping out Reese's. I'm like, I don't wear It's a nepotism name, pick. The, it's garbage. You got, you got Reese's Pieces and Reese's Cups? Wait, are, well, don't do Reese's. It's Reese's. Reese's, yeah. Pieces. Right. Sorry, I got distracted by some peanut butter shots. <laughs> What's peanut butter? <laughs> peanut butter cup shot. There you go. Five bucks. Twin Peaks. All right, give me your number one candy that you think is earth-shattering. It's fantastic. It's the best. Okay. Back in the day when I'd get the munchies, if you know what I mean, yep. uh, it was yeah. always it was always stop at 7-Eleven, get a Big Gulp uh, Mountain Dew, and a score bar. Remember the score bar? I don't remember that. What is it? Chocolate-covered toffee. The hard, the, the hard toffee. I don't think I like that. You would. Does it still exist? <laughs> Come on. Stop it. All right, good list. It's Good a fantastic. List. Now, right, who, are you, who are you throwing out? Who are you, who are you, who are you giving a tech to and throwing? Who are you, go full Joey Crawford on him. Black licorice, gone. Yep. Yep. Almond Joy, gone. Yeah, man, Almond Joy is really, it always tries to make a push. I was looking at it. It is a quite decadent-looking candy, but I've never liked it. And along with its cousin, Mound, out. Oh, okay. No coconut. All right, you're out on coconut. Yeah, I went with the obvious ones. Uh, candy corn. We actually... The, for some reason, the SO bought something. It was like Brock's Autumn Mix. Mm. And I saw her eating it last week, and then yesterday she's like, do you like this? I'm like, no. She's like, I'm going to throw it out. I'm like, okay. And then I find out I'm talking to JBT. John Von Tobel is coming up later on. He's like, love it. I never throw anything out. I, I could have given it to him secondhand. Okay, now here's your Candy really- corn's out. What's the, here's the most and important And if you say you like candy corn, you're trolling everyone. Cut it. No one. I guess someone must like it. They keep making it. Okay, here's the thing. Whenever this conversation comes up every October, I am not on the I hate candy corn list, but I'm also not going it. I'm never going and buying it. But, like, let's say you go someplace and it's out. Nope. I'm get, I'm, I'll grab a couple. I wouldn't touch it. Well, of course not. You're still not. What's on your. Who's I'm, di- your, I'm disciplined. Look at this. Who's Body's your, a temple. Who's your, <laughs> who's your sixth man? Uh, I don't have a sixth man. Um, you have to have a reserve. My. These, all my reserves get thrown out. It's candy corn, then Mary Jane. I don't know. That used to be in my 
Halloween sack all the time. I hate those things. They suck. And then uh, I I don't even I don't even know if they make them like where they are, but I've had like a sliver of a circus peanut. God, it's the worst. What the frig is that? So you it's throw, gross. So you're throwing Mary Jane off your sack, and what else is? Candy corn, Candy. Mary Jane, circus peanuts. You're all out. I told you, my sick man. If they if they have it anywhere, we'll be uh, watch them call it. But I don't know if they make it anymore. I think there's new candies too. We're old. Where are the new candies? No new candies. Isn't there a breakthrough candy in the last five years? No, that's why you got to have the. That's why we go to the. What OG. are Sour Patch Kids? They're uh, basically sour gummies. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. I I got to tell you, we had a moment today at the UNLV football press conference, mm-hmm. and I I will mentally chide and mock myself when I go to a press conference and I take away the subject's answer by either giving it to him or, like, making a suggestion that ruins the answer. And I think I, I think I thin-shamed Marcus Arroyo today. Why? Well, I asked him... I asked him what... Oh, did you give out candy? Are you doing Halloween tonight with your family? And I said, will you allow yourself to have one piece of candy? And, like, clearly I was, I was kind of busting his chops because he's a workout guy. Mm-hmm. And he just he shut down. Wow. Yeah. You shamed him. I, I actually thin-shamed him. It's weird. I fitness-shamed him. You lift! It's How dare you? That means you can't enjoy Halloween. It's terrible. It was pretty mean. He got – it was weird. I felt bad afterwards. I'm like, I think he, he probably had like a whole is lineup it, of candies that he likes, and I shut. I ruined it for everyone else. Is it bad that I'm, 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 I'm glad that I'm here so I don't have to give out candy? I don't like um, – I don't like – like you enjoy getting all into it. You probably live in a neighborhood with kids. I live in one where if I go waste the money on a bag – like a couple of bags of candy, and I'm because I'm not – and I'm also not going to get the crap candy. They're going to get the nice ones. You go so whole I, bars? Huh, what? Where? What? You go to the full bar? I was somewhere yesterday where they had the full candy bars. I forget where I was shopping. And I heard a couple of guys were like, oh, they have the full bars over there. I'm like, what do you know? What kind of neighbor? What rich, rich-ass neighborhood do you live in? Want the skinny on UNLV football? Listen to the weekly UNLV All Access podcast with Cofield and Caleb Herring. A new episode drops each Thursday morning at UNLV All Access on Twitter. Michael, nine seconds, through the left circle, number nine closing in, he scores! It's an overtime winner, Jack Eichel, two to one Golden Knights with six seconds to go. Vegas two, Winnipeg one, and the Knights are eight and two. Now, back to Cofield and Company, live at Twin Peaks. Good times for the Golden Knights. Willie, um, can I interrupt you listening to whatever you're listening to? Yeah. Uh, there was a young lady, little on the taller side. Mm-hmm. Is that a costume or was that just kind of normal what the person does? That's a costume. You think? Yeah. All right, I'll send it It's out. not a young lady. You don't think so? No. It was a man dressed in a woman's uniform or costume. He dressed as a woman for, for Halloween. Okay. And I wasn't listening to something. Can I interrupt you? Don't be snotty, okay? Just because I didn't like your candy list. I was putting Maddie, our favorite bartender, because she's an Astros fan. Major Astros Instagram story filler-upper. And she's wearing a Dodgers cap. 
I think she's I think she's trolling. I'm gonna have to ask her about that next break. So elaborate on why you don't want to be home giving out candy. Uh, You're but, afraid of wasting money on too much candy. Well, then, because then I'll sit there and eat it. I, I, I'm not going to get a lot of kids in my neighborhood. Um, we got a ton of kids, and if there's any candy left over, I just bring it into the station. Good for you. You could do the same. I don't thing. go to the station. Neither do I. But I can, although, I can make a special all, stop. Although I've been summoned, I have to. I have to go there tomorrow. I have an appointment close by. So I said I'll go when I'm in that neighborhood. That's tomorrow. All right. So I'm gonna. I got to just stop by and have somebody remind me how to use the system and do a new read. Read, as they say. Yes, there you go. All right, Golden Knights. Oh, what a game! That was a pick me up after the Raiders. It was cool. I was working on a feature the whole time, but but watching it and you just sort of you're watching this domination of hockey on one side, and Connor Hellebuck is you know he I mean he's one of the top since he came in the league. He has the most saves of any other goalie since he got in the league, outdistancing Frederick Anderson by more than seven hundred saves. I looked all this up. And once they uh, once the Winnipeg Jets went up one nothing, I looked up to see how many shutouts he has since he came in the league. He is second among all goalies since he came in the league with twenty nine shutouts. You know who number one is? No. Mark Andre Fleury. Mm, okay. Since this is since two thousand fifteen. Uh, so he, I mean, he's. You're talking about one of the best. It's no wonder he, that he's goaltender for the United States Olympic team. Um, and it was really good game. I mean, in terms of if you, you know, I mean, a lot of people like the, they like the scoring, like the high scoring game, right? It's like like baseball, like basketball, the slow, drawn out. I don't mind it. it, it you know, the goals aren't going in because you, you're watching some fantastic goal play. Aiden Hill didn't get a lot of action, but you come to appreciate the fact that we went into this season. Looking right. at each other going, um, okay, well, now Robin Leonard's down. Now what? Laurent Brassois, what are we going to do? Like this, this combination although, of goalies is going to win a Stanley Cup, huh? Although there was somebody you, you asked several times that said, Logan Thompson is a number one. He's fine. He'll be fine. He can do it. I didn't know about Aiden Hill. Was right. unsure about him. I Adam, did, I did, I did. Adam was all over Logan Thompson. Oh, are you saying you were super confident packing uh, Logan leaving. Thompson? I'm going home to give up. I don't candy. remember you saying that. I've been on Logan Thompson. And I think Thompson. that's all been scratched from our sound system. Oh. We have no cuts of you bragging about Logan Thompson. No, of course not. But the bottom line is. What are you going to do? It's not my fault. It's one is ranked fault. fourth in the league. One is ranked sixth in the league with their uh, goals against average. Thompson fourth. Aiden Hill sixth. Combined? Number one. 1.70 goals against. The only team with the goals against average below two. Oh my! Ten games into the season. Hello, it's uh, it's early. In it's early, but you know what? Give them props. I'm not going to hear this. Oh, it's early. There's still plenty of time. Yes, we get it. But if we were ten games in and they were two and eight, and these guys had the goals against four, they go, "This is what we were saying." So as much as people like to hate on teams, just like we're doing with the Raiders, you got to give them props. Ten games into the season, it's twelve percent of the se- or twelve. 0.5% into the season. They have they're tied for number 1 in the league with points. They're tied for number 1 in the league with wins. Give them their props. Bruce Cassidy has done a good job. These guys are playing their asses off and they deserve props. Weather and lace. Tonight, Halloween. Get on down here. Great drink specials, a lot of $5 shots, big beers under 4 bucks. Got the appetizers, select appetizers 2, 4 and 6 dollars. 
dozens of beautiful women serving up the 29, check that, 27.2 degree beer. It's Twin Peaks on Eastern. Uh, in about 15 minutes, I'll finish my point where I was saying it's early. Mm-hmm. Join Cofield and Company on Thursdays for the live 2 to 5 show at Silver 7's Hotel and Casino. During all NFL games this season, get 77 cent beers. It's Thursday Night Football at Silver 7's Flamingo in Paradise. Hanging at Twin Peaks for Monday Night Football, it's Cofield and Company. Was the night before Halloween and all through my house, not a monster for stirring. Not even a mouse. Igor was snuggled, all safe in his bed. He lay there so still, you'd think he was dead. All right, rolling on Twin Peaks. The Got the ladies all dressed up, leather and lace. Willie's here. You're not wearing leather lace. I might be. You don't know. <laughs> just could, I could be prepping for an outfit later on. So you're saying your undergarments, you have leather and lace. I mean, it, you didn't have to say it. That's the subtlety of radio. Those who get it, get it. Those who don't, well, I in one ear right out the other. I, I painted you don't, the you don't have to make it obvious. You don't have to make it obvious. So we're getting ready for Monday Night Football. We're waiting on baseball updates because apparently, weather not great, could be some rain tonight in the Philly area. Bengals-Browns is a good game. Bengals are entertaining. So at a minimum, even without Jamar Chase, Burrow and the Bengals are, enter- are entertaining. We'll find out if uh, JBT is going to be on some Nick Chubb props. A little later on, he should have a big day. We got basketball coming up on Monday locally with mm. Running Rebels and Lady Rebels. They're going to be playing essentially a doubleheader, 5-15 start for the Lady Rebels, 7-15 for the men. So I was out the other day at practice, mm-hmm. uh, and the ladies were getting, actually right before practice, they were getting set up to, uh, to go at it. And most of the team is back. Really good team returning, 26 wins a year ago, NCAA tournament, lost on the road in a first-round uh, first game to Arizona. And we got into a lot of things going on with Lindy LaRock. If you don't know, she is pregnant. She's doing about a month or so. <laughs> Amazing uh, for me. So she's going to be dealing with that. We asked about that in this uh, interview. But I also asked about, hey, the, you know, the, the one change in the lineup. Kayla Rooks was a, a big who was a stretch big. And I was asking her, hey, she shot a lot of threes. She was a big. Are you going to have that element? Are you going to have that possibility in this year's lineup? Well, I think different from NECA's game that you didn't see much last year is she is a three-point shooter. Okay. Um, and so, you know, obviously her and Desi are both so dominant on the block. Um, but NECA has the ability to stretch the floor. Her shot is looking really good in the off season. She's put a lot of time and, and work into that. And frankly, she had that last year. We just didn't maximize it. Um, and so we're doing that this year. But uh, some of our other post players, Keanu Wilford, she's a senior. Um, you know, she's our biggest body on our team, and, and she's going to have to continue to do what she does and, and play in, in big minutes of, of certain games, especially <clears throat> depending on some of our different matchups, especially in league play. And then Alyssa Brown, a freshman last year that kind of, you know, had limited minutes. She has worked her tail off. I don't think anyone has worked harder than her um, this spring and summer. And so I'm excited to, uh, you know, get her the game experience so then she can really blossom into the player that we think and know that she can be. So I was going to ask you about your summer, but I think it's been mostly encompassed around being pregnant, which is kind of an interesting challenge. I'm going to I'm going to go with like sports talk angle here. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> what is it like going into the season? You know, eventually you're going to have your baby and you got to manage all this and, you know, along with getting the team ready. 
Yeah, well, you know, I kind of joke a little bit, but if it's not chaotic and crazy and, and you know, busy, then it's not fun. Um, and <laughs> so, you know, we're, we're taking that approach to it. And, you know, our team is very excited. Our administration, my staff is, like, so supportive. Um, you know, so a baby's on the way in a, in a few weeks, a month or so, a little bit. Um, and when that happens, then we'll just kind of take it in stride. We'll have to adjust. It'll be like, you know, some mid-season, you know, halftime adjustment. We'll have to adjust for, you know, a week or two, uh, but then get right back to, you know, what we're doing. It's not changing any of our goals or our approach to the day-to-day. Some days may feel a little bit different uh, with me not being able to be there, um, but our, we're not shying away from talking about that, too. I think I'm going to really rely, obviously, on our staff, but then those returning players to, you know, we can't have, like, a substitute teacher feeling um, on the practices or the days that I'm gone. Um, they're grown, they're mature, um, and they have the leadership to continue to lead uh, whether my voice and, and presence is there or not. Talking to Lynn of the Rock, um, is there almost something bonding about, you know, the head coach being pregnant and, you know, these are all young ladies and you know, you're all having to kind of deal with it? Absolutely. You know, I think it's been such a great learning experience, obviously, for me going through it. But it's been really uh, fun to share it with our with our young women, because I think a lot of them aspire to be mothers um, and they probably haven't been around someone that's pregnant, um, you know, maybe ever. And, you know, some of them have some older sisters and things, but they ask a lot of fun questions, which is then makes me think. And I'm like, oh, I should probably ask my doctor that. Um, (laughs) And so it's just it's been really fun. They have like some, you know, TV, movie, preconceived notions of what they want to happen and how they want it to happen. And then I'm like, oh, I'm not sure. That's, that might get us on ESPN if, yeah. if something like that <laughs> happens, but it doesn't totally work like that. So it has been really um, a, a great bonding um, experience. And also to show them that as young women, you know, when they get into their careers and, and their futures, that they can do both. Um, because I'm going to do my hardest to do both of them at a really, really high level. So I'm going to deep dive on this a little bit. I'm an expert on grumpiness, right? Do you find yourself sometimes, because, you know, this is a difficult process, sometimes like catching yourself like, whoa, like I'm in kind of a mood because of the way I feel, like I got to dial it down at practice. Um, I think the team would definitely agree with you on that. (laughs) Um, You know, there's definitely some hormone fluctuation uh, going through pregnancy, and I've tried to be really aware of that. Um, My husband probably has an opinion on that too when I get home. Um, But I think they know some days, well, if I'm really uncomfortable, then they feel it um, because then I make them really uncomfortable too. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I try to have a good awareness of it. And if anything, I've really empowered our staff to um, take a lot of the lead, especially early on in these practices, because it's a great uh, professional development for our staff of people that want to be head coaches. Um, And that's what it's going to be maybe for a few weeks of while I'm gone. We're getting ready for the Lady Rebels uh, basketball season coming up. Lena the Rock, head coach, is with us. So it feels, you know, just like last year, there's kind of a building community amongst all the sports, and especially when you get success. And you guys were probably the most successful or one of the most successful making the tournament. Um, I saw you guys out at least one football game, right? 
Oh yeah. Okay. Well, so what do you think? I mean, the, the atmosphere there is getting better and better. Obviously, it's a you know the building's massive, so the crowd is big. What do you think about being out of the football game? And I, I don't think I've ever asked you. Are you a football fan in general? Um, I do. I I really enjoy college football. I'm not much of a professional NFL fan, um, although obviously I, I watch the Raiders now. Um, but our team has been out there. Uh, I think actually to every home game because we've had official visits. We've had different things. They honored us at one of the game, which was which was really nice. Um, and so it's great to see. You know, I'm a, I'm a big fan of, of Marcus and what he's doing um, and the culture. You know, it, it's a little bit harder when you've got 80 guys instead of just 12, you know, women um, or 100 guys maybe even. And so, you know, I don't envy his position at all. But to have them, you know, have some success, uh, there's a different buzz on campus and in town, um, you know, because we know Vegas loves winners. Marcus Rory was mentioned, we're talking to Lindy LaRock, that he's brought you over to talk to the team. You know, I was honored that he even asked me. It was before their first game that I think maybe on the Tuesday or Thursday before they played Idaho State. And he did a speaker series and he saved me for last. And I'm like, well, I'm not sure if it was like the best for last or what. But, um, you know, I think he recognized that we did something last year um, that hadn't been done here in a really, really long time. Um, And they're trying to do the same. And whether it's get to a bowl game and and have a a winning season, um, all of the above. And so I think he saw a lot of parallels. So I just tried to share some of those um, nuggets that we relied on um, last year to get us through that process and to keep our head down and to keep working. So, um, you know, I don't know if if, I think hopefully maybe some things have resonated. And sometimes it just, you know, it's helpful to just hear some different things from someone else. Um, And so, you know, I again, I. I was honored that he even approached me to to talk to them. Uh, sitting in front of you know 80, you know grown men is a little different than than 12 women. Um, they definitely have a bigger presence to them, but they were locked in, um, and it was great eye contact, body language. So you know I really respect what they do over there, and and they're on the verge of of doing what they set out to do, of doing something really special that hadn't been done here in a really long time. So I'm their biggest fan. Linda LaRock talking a little uh, Lady Rebels basketball and also her chance to get in front of the football team before the season, give him a speech. I thought that was cool. I thought it was really cool by Marcus Arroyo to bring Lindy in. And, you know, as we both said, hey, that's a successful program right now. They accomplished what they wanted to, and now their goals are even higher. The Lady Rebels, they made the tournament. They want to make the tournament in advance now. And now the next step for Marcus Arroyo after this 4-1 and start, now 4-4, and is to make a bowl game. And let's face it, we've talked about this. The two most successful programs in Southern Nevada over the past 12 months, pro and college, has been the Las Vegas Aces and the UNLV women's basketball program. So looking forward to this season, looking forward to seeing what Kevin's got going with the men, but I'm I'm especially looking forward to uh, Lindy and and how she's going to handle motherhood. Um, You know, there's somebody that she's very close with who recruited her, who knows her very well from the Pac-12, Adia Barnes, coach over at Arizona, right? She played against she played against her. But she had a baby September 2020. And if you remember, Steve, Easter Sunday, they played Stanford for the national championship. It was during the pandemic year. If you remember the story, she was breastfeeding during halftime. Before, when the, the team came back out to warm up for the second half, she had to finish pumping her breast milk. So, I mean, she did it, and she's and she's a, she's somewhat of a mentor. She knows. So, I mean, it's, it's not that it's not... You know, something can be not unaccomplishable. And I think that Lindy's going to be fantastic. And, and, and I love the question he asked in terms of sort of bonding with young women in seeing 
a different side of their coach. I thought that was a. I thought that was the best question out of all of them. I mean, they're all great questions, but just that part right there. It's very humanistic for 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 the uh, for the Lady Rebels going into the season. Now she said that her child is due. I think it was late November, so it coincides. Yeah, third week, I think. Yeah. It coincides on the schedule with a trip to Hawaii. Mm. So, in all likelihood, she will not be making the trip to Hawaii because she'll Can't just fly. have had the uh, the child. So, they're going to have to deal with about you know two weeks without their coach. So, big deal, big deal, something to manage early and throughout the Lady Rebel season. Three o'clock hours on the way. More Raiders talk. Ugh. <laughs> 